I'm trying my best not to be very jealous right now. Slightly, I'm slightly jealous, but... Hey, what's up, everyone? Renee Loki Geek here. This week happens to be CinemaCon. And if you don't know what CinemaCon is, it is like the biggest convention trade show for the movie industry, but more so about movie theaters and the movie theater chains and all that. It's a chance for all the Hollywood studios to get together and showcase all the movies that are hitting cinemas this year and beyond. And it's one of those conventions that I've always dreamed of attending. Um, I'm not quite there yet. Hopefully, if we can grow this channel more, maybe I can finally get an invite to go over there or some press credentials so that I could cover this stuff live. Because this year, it sounds like the studios are really going all out in showcasing a lot of stuff right now. And today was Sony's chance. So Sony pretty much kicked off the event Sony Pictures announcing all the stuff that they're working on and kind of giving the audience a glimpse as to what is to be expected this year. I've been following along all the live tweets and all that stuff like that and I have a nice little recap of all the big announcements that were made. So this is your great chance to catch up on everything that was announced so that you don't have to go digging all that stuff yourself. Of course, before I go into all that, if you're new to this channel, don't forget, hit that like, subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Hit the notification bell to get notified every time a new video is uploaded. I will be covering all the major announcements of CinemaCon this whole week. So that you definitely stay tuned if you want to get up to date on all of that. Also, don't forget, if you want Loki Geek on the go, you could find the podcast channel Loki Geek on your podcast platform of choice, where you can find audio versions of the things we do here on the channel for your downloading and listening pleasure. Also, if you are in a position to further help support the channel grow, definitely check out our affiliates in the description of this video where you could find something nice for yourself or something cool for a loved one. And by participating, you will be supporting this channel at no additional cost to you. And for that, I am truly grateful for all the support you have given me so far. All right, let's dive into the news right now. So I'm going to go in order as to what was dropped, what was released and all that stuff like that. First thing that they mentioned was that Sony is expected to be releasing 23 films this year. That's a lot of films from a studio. So they're definitely going all in on cinema and all that, you know, hoping that now's the time that people are more comfortable in returning to theaters and everything. And to kick off the presentation, they had um, a live feed or a pre-recorded video of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence on the set of Bad Boys 4. Bad Boys 4 is apparently in its fourth week of filming. And they're really excited for, uh, you know, all of us to follow up on catch up on what those two guys have been up to since the previous movie. I haven't seen the last movie, Bad Boys for Life. Um, you would think they would have saved that title for this one because, you know, with the whole for life, whatever. Um, but it is something that maybe I should watch. I don't know if you've seen it and you think it's good. Let me know if I should watch it because. I really did enjoy the first two movies. Then after that, they went into a presentation talking about Dumb Money. Dumb Money is a new movie that talks about the chaos around the meme stock trading of GameStop and the YouTuber who puts all of his money into it, starting the whole chaos and craziness of the stock exploding and all that. It stars Paul Dano, Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan, Pete Davidson, Shailene Woodley, Anthony Ramos, Vincent D'Onofrio, Dane DeHaan, and Nick Offerman. Wow, what a freaking cast this is. Um, the audience was treated to the first minutes of it, 
and it's described kind of as like the big short but for millennials so if you followed that whole meme stock craziness that happened in 2000 pretty much when the pandemic was just starting um then you would know all that stuff is pretty nuts and you get to see kind of how it developed in the telling of this movie from what it sounds like so this was not something that was originally on my radar but now it sounds like something that i'm definitely looking forward to catching whenever it comes out next they got treated to insidious they got to see a little bit footage of insidious the red door um it looks like they're really pushing on bringing the og characters together and claims that it could be the most successful movie of the franchise now i have only seen the first insidious but i know that this has a huge following of people especially fans of horror and all that so i'm sure there are tons of people awaiting for this new chapter in the insidious franchise and I'm sure a lot of people will just be dying to see Rose Byrne and uh, Patrick Wilson team up again because I, I believe they were like the major draws of the original franchise, of the original movies, right? Then they had a little showing about The Machine, which is a new comedy starring Burt Kreischer that is opening Labor Day weekend. Apparently, he did like a pre-recorded message for the audience where he dressed up like the little mermaid, um, kind of joking that this is like the most anticipated movie of Memorial Day weekend kind of hinting at the other uh, their competition which is going to be Disney and the Little Mermaid coming out that around that time. So I think that's actually kind of hilarious but that, that you know they're promoting their stuff. Now we're going to get into some of the big heavy hitters here and the first one up to bat is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So apparently they're still finishing up the film right now as they were focusing on really making sure that the film is all buttoned up and all that. And they kind of gave more additional insights about what the film is really going to be about. This time around, it looks like we're really going to be focusing on Miles and the idea of family. So that's Miles and his family. And of course, the relationship he now has with Gwen Stacy. And I'm thinking of this new family that he's going to encounter which is the spider people or the spider verse or whatever the case is. What was revealed also was that it's taking place more than a year after the original movie. Miles is learning how you wear the mask is what makes you the hero or a hero and all that. So it really sounds more of like a coming of age superhero film, which is actually pretty cool. The audience there got treated to 14 minutes of footage. Um, the footage basically describes Gwen and Miles um kind of you know catching up and reuniting and you know kind of seeing what's good gwen tells miles all about the spider people which appears to be like a kind of secret society and how they have been trying to stop the multiverse from collapsing for about a month now in every other universe gwen seems to fall for spider-man and it doesn't always end well and at the end of the footage that was shown it sounds like gwen got to meet up with miles's mom and then we get to see a nice little interaction between miles and his mom pretty much as they show in the trailer that was shown already so i'm super excited about this i mean this is definitely one of my movies of the summer that I'm, I'm really waiting for and it just sounds like it's going to be this epic thing for me the real thing is just all the spider people that they're going to encounter and all the different variations of spider-man i don't know how they're going to cram all that in but i am so looking forward to all of that now the big reveal that a lot of people i think were waiting to hear more about and that's craven the hunter is this movie really going to happen what is what are we to expect so 
They did have a little portion of the presentation talk about Craven the Hunter. They announced that it's going to be rated R. So this is going to be Sony's first R-rated Marvel movie. If you recall, Venoms 1 and 2 and Morbius were rated PG-13. To some people wondering why didn't they make it R-rated because, you know, Venom is pretty violent. And Morbius is also pretty violent to a certain extent. But it looks like they're going all violent here with Craven the Hunter. They also said that the release date for this is going to be October 5th. And it is starring Aaron Taylor Johnson, Russell Crowe, Ariana DeBose. And the audience there was treated to some footage, which looks like it was maybe a teaser trailer or snippets of what the potential trailer is going to be. But the way it was described is that it was the footage was described to be very violent with Craven basically biting noses off, stabbing people, using traps. And kind of the tagline of the footage was no one survives the hunt. So it looks like they're really going full on violence here, which is pretty awesome because if you know Craven from the comic books, he was a pretty psychotic killer, you know, and he had his own ways of hunting things down. And he was one that never gave up on his hunt. And, you know, especially with Spider-Man on the radar and all that, like that was some of the more brutal storylines that I've ever read in Spider-Man comic books. So, I mean, I know this is going to be focusing on Craven specifically, but if we could somehow get Craven and Peter go toe-to-toe together at one point or another, that's going to be amazing. Especially if they're going to keep up with this violence um, of Craven that they're doing in this movie, then I can only imagine what they could do and what they accomplish here. Because in the comics, this story got really, really dark. But I think the thing that really shocked attendees the most out of all this footage was we got to see Rhino. Apparently the Rhino is going to be in Craven the Hunter movie. The footage pretty much ends up with a glimpse of Rhino, I believe, in the suit. Aaron Taylor Johnson, of course, is rocking a vest and all that. But wow, we're getting the Rhino in this movie. Now, I don't know who's playing the Rhino in this iteration. I, I hardly think it's going to be uh, Paul Giamatti. But still, the fact that they it sounds like they are really truly building the Sinister Six still without really officially doing the Sinister Six movie, they're still trying to work their way around to forming up that team up for sure. So I'm really, really curious as to how this is really all going to flesh out, no pun intended, but how is this all going to play out? And if it got, you know, good reception, unlike Morbius, how are we going to move forward with this, you know, other telling of the Spider-Man universe from Sony? So, so far, if there's anything here that sounds amazing to you or you're questioning or whatever your thoughts are, make sure you leave your comments in the comment section below. Next, they had a little snippet about No Hard Feelings, which is this new rom-com from Jennifer Lawrence and Andrew Barth. Um, the audience was treated to a clip, and it sounds like the audience were really pleased with, you know, the, the comedy that J-Law has been presenting, a lot of, like, slapstick comedy. So it'll be nice to kind of see her do something a little bit different. Now, Sony and Sony PlayStation are coming out with their brand new movie, Gran Turismo, this year. Uncharted was kind of you know mixed feelings about it for me it just didn't look that great that i actually chose to skip it i don't know if you think i should watch it let me know in the comments people who were attending CinemaCon said they were actually kind of surprised about gran turismo so gran turismo of course stars david harbour and orlando bloom it's kind of compared to a lie a real life last starfighter where the premise is actually based on a true story about um someone who loves playing the gran turismo games who wins a competition and then eventually becomes a real life racer, you know? So that is being played by Orlando Bloom. 
I guess David Harbour kind of plays like the coach or the, the team lead or whatever the case is. So according to people who are at CinemaCon at this panel presentation, they said that they were actually surprised with how good it looks. So who knows? We'll see when that comes out this summer. Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney, who is so popular right now, they just wrapped filming for an R-rated rom-com titled Anyone But You. Of course, they showed some footage at the audience uh, to the audience there and seemed to be pretty good. But now let's get to Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters just started filming. Um, you got Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon now in suits, along with McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard. Everyone's in suits and they're back in New York in the OG firehouse with Ecto-1 in tow. So they're promising it to be a really epic movie. And just the fact that we're bringing it back to New York and you're going to be busting ghosts in New York and all that, you know, with every OG flavor there. So I am so excited for this. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan and I'm sure many of you are. So I'm really, really excited about what we're going to see here in this next installment. They still don't have a title yet for this movie, but, you know, they like I said, they're promising that everyone's going to be really pleased and excited with how big they're going to go with this film. Denzel Washington was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award. And along with that, they showed some footage for his upcoming Equalizer 3. They're claiming this to be the final chapter, and it looks like the Equalizer has finally met his equal, however you want to call that. So there you go. Equalizer 3 coming out this summer. All right, I think it's at the end of summer. Then they talked a little bit about Napoleon, Ridley Scott's upcoming film that is slated to stream on Apple, but Sony has partnered with Apple to allow the film to actually be released more wide theatrically before it actually hits streaming. I'm really curious about this because uh, Joaquin Phoenix is actually playing Napoleon and the footage that they showed the audience today uh, pretty much shows like a strategic uh, portion of a battle with Joaquin Phoenix leading a small group in, you know, baiting the, the enemy to this, you know, kind of like trap and all that. And if anyone knows, you know, history and all that, everyone has said that Napoleon was a great battle strategist to a certain point. So I guess Ridley is going to go full on in exploring all of that because they said like the battle scene that was showed was very Ridley Scott-like. So I'm really curious and looking forward to that. Then at the end of the panel, they had like Tom Rothman, the CEO of Sony there, kind of, you know, talking about how movie stars and, you know, movie fandom is not created by streaming. So that's why they're really pushing and going all in on theaters. And to quote him, he said that, as you could see here at Sony, we're not fucking around. So they really threw all their stuff out there, balls to the wall. And Sony is all in on theatrical stuff for this year. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be a very similar sentiment that we're going to hear from a lot of studios. Because that's what theater owners want to hear. They want to hear what support are they going to get from the studios this year after the last several years of, you know unfortunate you know disappointment in box office numbers and attendance mainly because of a certain thing that we'd like to call covid but they really want to try to return to uh prominence and return to kind of the numbers and audiences that they were getting at least a couple years before the whole thing came down so by hearing that the studios are all in and supporting that then that's what will make the theater owners extremely happy and uh, yeah, it's a good message from Sony to put out there especially on opening day and opening night of CinemaCon so that's it that's the wrap of Sony Pictures and all their announcements which announcements were you most excited about let me know in the comments what are you looking forward to tomorrow it's going to be Warner Brothers 
Oh boy, it's a big day tomorrow because not only are we going to hear a lot of announcements from Warner Brothers, but the attendees there are actually going to get the first worldwide screening of The Flash. And that, I'm telling you, The Flash is kind of my underrated pick for the summer this year. Um, just everything that I've heard about this movie and how everyone keeps saying that this is going to be the best superhero movie you've ever seen. Uh, one of the reasons why Ezra Miller is still kind of within the family, so to speak. But we'll definitely hear more about uh, the reaction from the first showing of The Flash. What Warner Brothers is doing, and it, it kind of shows you the confidence that they have. They're lifting the social media embargo for The Flash once the movie is done screening. So what that means is that anyone there is allowed to give their reactions to the movie on social media. Not full-on reviews and all that, but, you know, just quick reactions of how they felt about the movie. So be careful because you know there are going to be some of those bad eggs that are probably going to give spoilers out there. So I would be mindful of social media in the next couple of days and maybe the next week or so. But I'll be following all the news and recapping everything just like I did today. So like I said before, best way to catch up on all that stuff is to make sure you subscribe to this channel. And always, don't forget, hit that like button. It only takes you a couple of seconds. Hit the notification bell to get notified every time a new video is posted. And a quick reminder, you could find the Loki Geek on your podcast platforms of choice if you want to hear Loki Geek on the go, where you can find audio versions of everything that we do here on the channel for your downloading and listening pleasure. And last but not least, like I mentioned before, if there's anything that you would like to do to help support and make this channel grow, one great thing to do is to check out the affiliates that I have in the description of this episode where you could possibly find something cool for yourself or for a loved one. And by participating, you will be helping support this channel at no additional cost to you. And again, I thank you for all of the support. That's going to be it for me for this time. Until next time, stay cool, stay classy, stay safe. Catch you in the next one. All right. Peace out, everybody.